I'm here with Sage. Nickname mm-hmm. is Bunny, right? Do you like that nickname? My mom called me nickname Boo. Your mom calls you Boo, I know. And what do you call yourself? Um, Snake. That's right, Snake Swedemeyer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this week we're doing something a little different on Tell Him Steve, Dave, Sage. We're, um, or snakes, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what we're doing is we're uh, offering up an episode that would normally appear on Patreon. Do you know what Patreon is? Mm, no. Patreon is what keeps you in hamburgers. Uh, it's kind of data's work. I mean, it is data's work. It's all he ever does. Patreon stuff. Like when we make the videos and stuff like this, recordings when we do the audio. That's all Patreon. So what we're doing this week is uh, just showing people an episode that we, uh, that we do. It's called I Buy Comics. Do you dig it? Yes. Yeah, sure. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all you're thinking about is that party you're going to tonight, right? My friends mm-hmm. at a party. Your friends are going to be at the party? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what? Pizza party and pool party? Mm-hmm. It's going to be good, right? So I said... My friends in Pihar. Mm-hmm. All your friends will be there. You're right. Mm. Uh, so everybody listen up. And if you want to hear more stuff like this, uh, I don't have it in front of me. Why would I? Wait, hold on. Maybe I do have it in front of me. Look, you can go to patreon.com slash T-E-S-D and check it out. I don't want to waste your time by reading all this stuff. But it's good stuff. This week, there's a Hawaii, I mean, this month, there's a Hawaiian shirt. A tell them Steve Dave Hawaiian shirt. You would wear that to school, wouldn't you? Oh, uh, Yeah. You'd be proud, proud to wear it. So, all right. Well, we're not going to take up everyone's time. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to sign off right here. Let everybody listen to an episode of I Buy Comics with uh, me, Walt, your buddy Walt, and your other buddy Q. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's listen in. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to I Buy Comics, the Tell Him Steve Dave comic book focus podcast. I'm Brian Quinn. With me is Walt Flanagan and Brian Johnson. Comics expert. There you go. Comic author. Yeah. Star of the show, Comic Book Men. I have a right to be at this and, table. Uh, so far has shown amazing restraint in these episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, in- how, how, how glad I am to hear you boast like that. You would not believe... What is in store for this episode? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Because I'm going to put your writing skills, your memory to to the test today. Because we have a comic book quiz okay. on this episode, Ooh. and it's ba- your portion of the quiz. Q okay is based on general comic book knowledge. Okay, Brian's portion of the quiz is based only upon the comic books he's written. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he does better. <laughs> Now, if I recall the time frame that Brian was writing these comics, his mind was uh, oh, yeah. cloudy. Only some of them. Only some of them. <laughs> cloudy? Yeah. Uh, cryptozoic, like, cryptozoic Man, I'd be real surprised if I remember. <laughs> it was called Cryptozoic Man, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, so today's episode, Q, I thought we wouldn't focus on a series like we have in the past, but rather just have a real fun kind of like... Okay. Like... Um, Ragtag, you know, fly by the seat of our pants kind let's of just talk com- Let's just wrap comics. And I thought we'd kick it off before we get into the competition portion of the episode. 
I have 10 questions every comic book fan should ask themselves before they die. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like this. All right. This is great. So I'm going to ask you some questions. You okay. tell me what you think. I'll tell you what, uh, what the, my answers are. And if Brian can, if he feels he can weigh in and he has anything pithy to mm-hmm. offer about these questions. Yet respectful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Q. Question number one. Yes. What is the most money you ever spent on a comic book? Ooh. Uh, just a single issue? Just a single issue. Hmm. I bought, um, I think maybe like $20. $20, that's it? Yeah. Back issue? You know what I like to do? I like, this is, this is, I like to go, you know, the, 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 the grading, the CGC? Yeah. I like to, I like to buy like 9.9 of shitty comics that nobody cares about but me. I did not know this. Yeah. You have a collection of CGC 9.9? Yeah. And they're all, it's like Kyle Rayner's first appearance. Like things that will never, nobody will ever give a shit about. Oh, wow. And so, I, so you're going for the real like, diamonds for, in the rough. I go for my heart. Okay. Over, uh, uh, maybe, you know what, now that I mention it, I do have the ghost, the first appearance of Ghost Rider. I might have paid. Marvel Spotlight 5? Yeah. Well, no, the one where he, the, is that the cover? Uh, the Mike Plug one the from the 70s? One. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I have that. Yeah, Marvel Spotlight 5. Yes. You have a nine point? No, no, no. That's like, that's a, that's a. The, the nine point the nine the nines that I bought are yeah. the shitty ones that nobody cares about. Okay. That one I have. Uh, I'll look it up, but I have that. Oh my god! Yeah. I, can, I I cannot believe this. I'm about to crush you on how much I paid for a, a one single really? comic book. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe something else will come to me, but that that's about it. I spent two hundred fifty dollars on one single comic book. Ooh, which one? Elseworlds eighty page giant. It was the recalled comic book from uh, early two thousands. Okay. And they pulped it. They said, and they were never going to release it because Super Baby was in a microwave. <laughs> oh right, I forgot about that. Right, you have it. I went and bought it because it was only released in England. Some copies got out to the England distribution center, oh, so shit. I could only buy it overseas. I didn't even have an eBay account. I had to go to my mom's house because I didn't even have a computer. Wow, and she had a computer, and we signed up for eBay. And I didn't even know what I was going to do. She, my mom was like, "So you have to pay for it. I'm not going to send you the comic." She's like, "They're never going to send you this comic book." You're gonna get you're gonna get snookered uh-huh. at a two hundred fifty dollars. But I was you're like, a dupe. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this pigeon cooing. But I was like, Ma, I got to take a chance. I need this comic book in my collection. Yeah. So I sent a money order, a postal international money order for two hundred fifty dollars, and a, like I think maybe eight months later, with airmail, uh, I got Elseworlds eighty page giant. Jesus, and you still have it today? No, I actually went and sold it for probably 50 bucks. It, it, <laughs> Why? It, it, it went down in value so much because they reprinted the microwave story. Oh, so it wasn't rare. Yeah. I the book you. didn't hold its value, and I got, you know, it's one of those ones where I took it on the chin. It's a speculator's market, man. Yeah. <laughs> Did your, uh, at what point were you like, they're not going to send it? Like eight months is a long time. Uh, well, yeah, I'm probably exaggerating, but oh, yeah. There was no tracking for it. Right. But eventually it did show up, though. That was one of my very first eBay purchases. Oh, well. that's a good story. I, I am going to send you a list of the comics that I have. The CGC? The CGC. You're going to be Can like. you just take a picture of it? I'll take a picture of it, yeah. Yeah, because we'll use it. Oh, yeah, episode. we'll put it online. You're yeah. going to be like, this is funny. This guy's <laughs> got to be fucking with us. Question two. Yes. Do you remember your first wall book? The first one? Wall book. The book that was on a wall in a comic book store. You walked in, you're like, I'm going to buy that off the wall. I did. I bought it from you. I bought it from you. What was it? It was the uh, the Danger Girl hologram, the the foil the chromium or, cover. The chromium cover. I bought it from you. From you. 
Oh, that was man. some time ago. That was a long, <laughs> long time ago. 96, yeah. 97, right? Yeah. 98, maybe. Yeah, well, maybe I bought it from you. No, no, it was you because it was, it was, no, it was still in the old shop. Yeah. It was in the old shop, yeah. yeah. Those chromium covers, they were going for 100 bucks at one point. Yeah, what do they go for now? Not much. Not 100 I think I paid like $25, $25 for it or whatnot. Can you still find uh, valuable books in this market? I'm not talking about golden age. I'm talking about like current shit, oh, that, yeah. like the way it goes print, to print skyrocket. Because you know, are, are, are getting tinier and tinier mm. during the pandemic. So the, you will see some books skyrocket in value for quick windows, though. Right. Those windows yeah. open and close so fast on current books. And DC, now's the time. DC's fucking bloodbath over there yeah, yeah. Oof. Uh, my first wall book probably new teen titans number one george perez Marvel oh, cool. 1980 um i wanted to go back and buy all the new teen titans because i brought started with issue 13 and i went to a comic book store in upstate new jersey and uh, that was my first wall book would you pay for that 10 bucks that's all right yeah 10 bucks uh all right the first time you speculated and purchased multiple copies of the same issue that would be Death of Superman. Really? I think I bought three copies of it. Three copies? Yeah. Still got those. Whatever copies. Jim Hanley's allowed us. I still have them. <laughs> yeah, well, one I opened. Was, that's why they bagged them. So you had to buy one to not open. I think I, I, I went to Jim Hanley's. They said there was like a limit of three and like every other fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, I'll take them. Uh, the first time I speculated and purchased multiple copies was a book called The Mega Men, number one. Omega Men. Omega Men. Sure. It was Keith Giffen, uh, early Baxter, direct sales only comic book. Brought three copies. That book, I looked it up today, that book's value is $1. <laughs> it's less than cover price. Yeah. Uh, okay. Keith Giffen, man. Name a smell that's better than pulp. Better than pulp. Just you, you just mean when you say that the smell of comics, just the the smell. Of not, com- uh, to me, like there's nothing like the smell of pulp. Is there something better that smells uh, better? Than pulp? I mean, smell my body lotion right now, and I would say <laughs> uh, I do love the smell of pulp. Uh, I love the smell of pussy. Oh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> That's right. Then I pulp that pussy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the older I get, though, the more pulp starts winning. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm interested in a different type of pee these days. Yeah, because maybe like it smells like grandma's attic. Yeah, nothing smells sweeter. Maybe pussy does than grandma's Some attic. Pussy I don't know. does. Some My pussy. grandfather used to molest me in the attic, so <laughs> pussy definitely smells sweeter. <laughs> All right. If you owned a comic book company, what licensed character or franchise would you pursue? You're gonna go after a license. Oh, we're talking fantasy world here. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, if you owned a comic book company, what licensed character or franchise would you pursue? And the, nothing is off the market. You have uh, everything's up for grabs. Which one are you going for? Uh, I think I would be interested in. Look, obviously, my favorite superhero, Superman. But I think I would be interested in getting like disused characters no no i mean like i'm talking about like you know a licensed do you want to go out of fucking business Uh, yeah i'm not saying you could just like tag you can grab spider-man you just said nothing was off the table i thought uh, you understood what i meant i don't the question the question's like you know a licensed franchise like the ghostbusters is licensed okay okay now i understand my Uh, little pony you know these are things that are like licensed properties that you're going after oh that's okay that's good huh Oh, that's a good question. Right. That's a good one. Got to answer it before you die. <laughs> uh, I don't 
know. It's going to take me a second to think about that, I think. Because everything's been licensed. Well, yeah, but I'd say you can take, let's say, you want to do your own version of the Ghostbusters, you can uh, take Ghostbusters. Okay. If you want Star Trek, you want Star Wars, Terminator, Predator, Aliens. God, yeah, okay. What I'm are you going now. for? Um, My Little Pony? I would maybe... I would, yeah, you're a brony? No, I'm not a brony. You know what I'd love to do? Uh, I'd like to do stories in the Godfather universe. Hmm. Yeah, like a mobster oh, comic. That's pretty about good. like Clemenza or something like that. Mm. Like when they were young. Luca Brazzi. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they were coming up in Little Italy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think you like might be able to do like a a, a, a cool like type of fucking crime story in that. That'd be fun. That would be cool. Would, right? I don't yeah. know if it would sell that well. Well, that's I mean what, <laughs> what if you did it noirish, maybe? I think People you'd have like to like them, really right? go for it. Like do it like a like a Hellblazer um, noirish look. Well, okay. they have, do they have superpowers? These hitmen, these no, mafia but, guys, are not no. gonna, you're not well, going to do I, something they, crazy with them and like give them like radioactive. No, like, I think it would be interesting to keep it. I would also probably like to do do. Uh, I would probably do Friday Thirteenth. I think I could do some Jason, some good Jason stuff. I wrote a whole Jason movie script once. You can adapt it now. Yeah, if you get the property, if you go after what's a new line. Well, who, now they're good. they're all in oh. fucking lawsuits now. That's yeah, I think the, New Line's out of business. Um, well, they're owned by it's Warner probably Brothers. Probably Dimension. Now. It, it's all between Paramount and Warner Brothers. Paramount. They're having a lawsuit right now, so that's okay. why you don't see a so new Jason. The Godfather. Movie. Oh, I, I I think that there's like I would if they told me that Netflix was like doing a series about like the the, the flashback, not the Michael Corleone. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the the uh, the veto and stuff like that. I think there's tons of shit there that you could do some cool crime stories. So then number three is not considered canon. You, you can take it out of there. When was the last time you watched three? No, I, I watched one and two with Mary Beth. I was like, uh, there's no point you know in watching what? three. I would be honest with you. I've, wa- I've watched three recently, and it's not as bad as you remember. Really? But it is still not good. It's not one and two. It's it, it, they, they Right away, Michael's hair. Like yeah. <laughs> You just keep the comb over. Like, yeah. He looks so weird. You can't separate him from Pacino in the third yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and not I forgot him. about the hairdo. And then you're like, all right, well, Tom Hagen's not in the movie, and mm. then and then the actor who wanted to, who was Clemenza, like they just rewrote the parts that with those characters and just gave them to other people, and you're like, it doesn't work. But there you go. What do you think? Okay. Um, number six, you're the editor in chief at DC. What did you answer? Oh, did I answer? Um, no, I, I don't. I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably go with something like maybe Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big apes guy still. I, I still think there's a lot of potential in the apes franchise. I, yeah, I'm probably going to go Planet of the Apes. That's a good one. Uh, but you're the editor-in-chief at DC, and you are greenlighting mm-hmm. another crisis. You have to decide on a method of suicide. <laughs> <laughs> what character are you killing to maximize profits and publicity? I tell you right now uh, – I hate Barry Allen. I would kill him kill again. Him flash again. Right, him again. So Barry again gets Barry, knocked get, off again. Get this fucking guy out of here. That's the flash that, that, that I know. took a bullet That's, in the first crisis. I know, and they never should have brought him back. It's a lame-ass character. I would fucking kill him again. You want, You wouldn't think that uh, maybe Superman would maximize publicity and, and profits, though? Uh, no, because that wouldn't stick. I wish Barry Allen would stick. Okay. I say Harley Quinn, too, right? Like, would people Harley like Quinn to see her die? Oh, come that back? would be another one. Yeah, Harley Quinn would work, too, if, the yeah. outrage that you're killing a woman character oh, yeah. and a female. So yeah. beloved, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your all-time favorite superhero costume? Look, man, I, I love Superman. Old school. Yeah. Spider-Man. Sp- it's, it's between, for me, it's Superman and Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. The worst all-time cover gimmick, you know, like in the 90s? See, here's the, here's the problem. 
I love those gimmicks. Really? I, I fucking, Some of them were so bad. Give though. me a hologram. Give me an overpriced embossed <laughs> give cover. Give me a chromium. <laughs> give it to me. I love it. I, I, I was having this conversation the other day with someone. I was like, I, 90s were like my fucking hooks in decade of reading comics like a maniac. That's when it started. Late 80s. And so all that shit that ruined the industry, I, I love. I, I'll take it all. Oh, but you even like the poly bag with the trading card? Uh, that's bullshit. I'll give you that. That or the, bullshit. Or the scratch and sniff. No, I love that. You love that. To me, I'm like, that's so lame. I'm like, it's I, I lo- it, it's bad in a good way for me. A that. die cut cover with a whole oh, <laughs> I love a die cut cover. Oh, what I would do for a die I would get remember the Robin 2? They just put yeah. those fucking square holograms. They didn't even look good. They were just found ways to put rectangle holograms on the cover. You're like it looks like shit. And they convinced people to buy twenty six yeah, copies of the, same look co- of the same issue. Fucking terrible, but I love them. I, I do. I do I love them. The best character to ever come about due to a fad. So, I mean, I'll throw some examples of fad characters. Dazzler, disco craze. Yeah. Power Man, kind of the black exploitation. Sure. Black Lightning, again, another black exploitation. Shang-Chi and Iron Fist, the kung fu craze of the 70s. Son of Satan, Ghost Rider, the exorcist craze. Well, if it's Ghost Rider, then it's Ghost. Oh, you know what? The Punisher would would count on that, too. The Punisher in there because of Death Wish craze. Yeah. I would say Punisher. Punisher's the best character to ever come about from a fad, in your opinion. In my opinion, yeah. That's a pretty strong choice. Yeah. I'm I a big so. Shang-Chi fan, though. I love those I love those kung fu characters. Yeah, they're both valid, man. Do oh. you feel that the comic book industry has kind of like, you know, we're a better than creating characters based off fads because they don't do it anymore? Well, they they are. They they create the fads now. So it's kind of hard, right? No, I'm talking about like they don't they don't create a character based upon a fad in another medium. Oh, though. like vibe. They don't bring out breakdancing yeah. superheroes. And they shit seem like that. to have been like we're better than that now. We don't do fad characters. I think something's lost. I yeah, do. Don't I you do feel like they lost. should be like? And this is why they really fucked social up. media man. Oh, they, oh, well, they tried with Snowflake and fucking Safe Space, and it was such a <laughs> flop. People were like this is terrible. But you know, Giffen. Speaking of Giffen, you brought him up before. Yeah. Uh, he created Lobo. Yeah. To, and to, Omega Man. To just be like. To, he created Lobo to be like, fuck you, this sucks. He he hates Lobo. He was like, this is everything right. wrong with comics today. And everybody was like, this is awesome! It's fucking Lobo! <laughs> so maybe they should get back to doing fad comics. And the final question in our the ten questions every comic book fan must ask themselves before they die. Mm-hmm. The best superpower to have in the sack. In the sack. Mm. I'm going to go first. I think this is an obvious answer. Which is it? I think it's it's whatever whatever uh elongated Mr. man. Mr. Yeah, Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Oh, I thought you meant like invisibility, so they yeah, don't know you're in there. Man. I would <laughs> say that's a Would you abuse it? In a good way. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would be complaining. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, What's the bad way that you could do it? That's like I I shape myself to look like your husband and you don't know it's not me. <laughs> like that's the bad way. <laughs> you know? Like, I leave out the back door, and the husband comes in the front door, and she's like, that was great. And he's like, what was great? No. I would be up front. I'd be like, look, this is the power I have. I was like, you want to fuck? Who you want to fuck? Abraham Lincoln. Boom. <laughs> have everything. Here you go, Abraham baby. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And guess what? This Abraham Lincoln has two dicks. Yeah. It would be amazing. I would love it. How about four score dicks? <laughs> I'd be like, look, I'm a pirate, but my peg leg is a dick. 
Why? What were you? What were you thinking? It's uh, got to be. It's got to be a lot. I mean, it's got to be the power of elasticity. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, I mean, as a boy, what else is useful? It, I couldn't think of one. Maybe like maybe some heat, like you know, your. You I'm not giving a massage here. I'm trying to fuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the other power is like super strength. That's not really going to help you. No. no. Nope. Just making that big dick. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's it. All right. So now. Which if you think about it that way, if, if, be, if a big dick is a superpower, then superheroes do walk amongst us. That's true. Yeah. I don't consider it a superpower. Yeah. Guys with big dicks do. <laughs> so they're girlfriends. <laughs> I'll ask next time I meet one. <laughs> Bunny, you want to talk about underwear? Yeah. All right, let's talk about it. You know me undies, right? You like that as me undies. Sometimes I give them to you, like the uh, the ladybug ones. Yeah. Or pizza underwear. You like your you like the pizza ones too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get you uh, your own subscription so you can have all your own MeUndies. What do you think of that? Oh yeah. No more cotton underpants from Target. They feel like burlap, all itchy and scratchy, right? You like yeah. soft, nice and soft. Yeah. And that's what MeUndies are. Mm-hmm. They're all about softness. So serious that they scoured the world for the softest fabric known to man. And that's called either micromodal or micromodal. I'm not sure which one. We've been doing this for years. I'm still not sure. So you got. We're going to start. Uh, we're going to start you up on a Miundi's uh, membership. So every month, what's going to happen is they're going to send you new underwear in the mail, and you throw the old ones out, and you keep the new ones coming in, nice and smooth with cool designs, right? Yeah. I know you love it. So we're going to keep your underwear drawer stocked with a Miundi's membership, a subscription that sends new pairs right to your door, plus get site wide savings and exclusive sales. And here's the great offer. For any first-time purchasers, you're going to get 15% off and free shipping. Uh, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You know what that means? No, don't. No matter what's wrong, if you're unhappy with it, you send it back and they're going to give you your money. Or they'll give you new undies. What do you think of that? Oh, this is cool. It is very cool. It's pretty sweet. So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. That's MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. Hey there, this is Frank Five, and you're listening to a special edition of I Buy Comics. If you're enjoying this episode, why not head over to www.patreon.com slash Dave and join up to listen to other quality programming, like my podcast, Frank Five Rewind. Let's listen to a clip. I just can I mean, I because you know what it is? I've always sat there and fantasized that, like, when Tom Brady goes home, he's Jim Halpert. He treats Giselle like Pam. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I don't know why, but I've always had that, like, I've always had that fantasy in my head. You think Jim yells at Pam <laughs> in the office world? <laughs> that I've always had that fantasy. I'm sorry, I just missed that. <laughs> Any number of things one can fantasize about <laughs> Tom Brady's personal life. <laughs> I always, I would just like to think because I'm such a, a an admirer and fan of Tom Brady. I bet you though he is not his real personality may not be as cool as Jim Halpert, but I would like to think at the end of the day when that helmet comes off, 
his bangs come down like Jim, and he's fucking doing pranks, and he's an office work. His, yeah. His, yeah. <laughs> Selling paper. It's like, after he gets done winning the Super Bowl, he's like, "Hey, would you guys like some triple bond yellow red tag?" Well, I would like to think he's professing love to Giselle in beautiful, romantic ways, and just playing pranks on like fucking Belichick and the Gronk. That's in my head. That's my fantasy. I don't know what you guys fantasize about, but Pam Pams. <laughs> now that's quality content. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so now we're ready for our comic book challenge portion of the episode. Oh, I love this. You versus Brian. You each will play for a listener. Okay. And up for grabs tonight. Q is uh, a page of the comic book we worked on, Metro. All right. Whoa, you got some real deal fucking prizes right. here. We'll, we'll sign that for And if you win tonight's uh, oh, quiz. Oh, this is the beginning of issue two. Your listener is going to get an autographed page of original art for Metro. Oh, Bri, nice. if you win, mm-hmm. your listener is going to get a page of autographed art from War of the Undead. Nice. Wow. Dude. That's a good one. These are fucking yep. serious prizes. Right. And so, Bri, you are playing for Sandy Morgan. Sandy Moore. I recognize that name. Do you? I think she's on Twitter, yeah. Okay, and Q, you are playing for Lisa Jury. All right, Lisa, I got you. All right, so... Sandy, you know my record. (laughs) These are my favorite characters, too. Nice. All right. And like I said, Bri, you will be only quizzed upon the three books you wrote. Carney, Mm -hmm. War of the Undead, and Cryptozoic Man. Okay. You don't know... You don't need to know anything else about comic books other than those three books. The only one I've read recently is War of the Undead. Hold Stumbled up. across it. Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. But Q, you will have all of comic book history to have to answer. Okay. All right. So we go with uh, Q, you're up first. Right. You will have to put three comics in order of the most valuable to least valuable. Okay. I'm going to give you these three titles, and you tell me which is the most valuable, which is the second most valuable, and which is the least most valuable. Okay. New Mutants 98. Okay. Which is, do you know what that issue is? No. The first appearance of Deadpool. Okay, gotcha. Amazing Spider-Man 300. That's Black uh, Black uh, Venom? It's the first appearance of full full... First full appearance of Venom. Okay. And Batman 428, The Death of Robin. Mm. All right. So which one gets the top slot, in your opinion? And this is all based on, we looked this up on Overstreet Price Guide. Hmm. This year's Overstreet Price Guide is where we got this information from. Fuck I don't want anybody man. calling to question mm. our ethics here. Uh, I would say, okay, I think it's Venom. Deadpool. Amazing Spider-Man 300 is is going to be. You're putting that one in the top spot. Yes, I have. Do you want the reasoning? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, because here's the thing: the Batman one was an event, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it was coming. So exactly. to me, that makes it the least valuable because mm-hmm. everybody everybody knew. Uh, Deadpool did come out of nowhere, uh, but a bit saturated as of late deadpool's everywhere venom is seems to be coming into some new level of popularity they never had before okay did you see the venom movie yeah did you like it i didn't i like parts of it Mm. some of it were really what what they got right they really got right what they did not get right they really did not get right (laughs) um so that's why i think venom deadpool uh so so you want amazing spider-man 300 in the most valuable slot i will tell you that is correct oh great which one is that number two 
the, the Amazing Spider-Man 300 is the, is the most valuable of the three I mentioned. The number two book you have as New Mutants 98, yeah. First Appearance of Deadpool. I will tell you that is the second most valuable comic. Really? So I got it. And obviously then you also oh. get Batman. 428 is the least valuable. Uh, those totals, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 300, 375. Okay. Uh, New Mutants 98, First Appearance of Deadpool, $315. Oof. And Batman 428, The Death of Jason Todd Robin, $45. I'm so the second one was worth the most. The first one was worth second most. Third one was worth. What? Out of these. Yeah. yeah. Look at that shit. You got it? Oh, you got it right, too? I got it right, nice. too. Nice. Use comic this, book man nice. for Christ's sakes. <laughs> All right, Brian, watch me up. get this one wrong. <laughs> okay, you know. Uh, who inked Cryptozoic Man? Cryptozoic Man. Uh, Wayne Jensen? Jensen? Oh, no. He colored it. Oh, that's but that, different. Chris Ivey inked it. So, Q, you're up, uh, you're up there, one nothing. I have nothing. no idea who that is. <laughs> 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 yeah, Chris Ivey inked it. He's the guy that lays the ink down, the indie ink. Okay. The colorist just puts the colors in on a computer. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, Wayne Jansen. Q, we're going to have another most valuable to least valuable. Okay. Hulk 340. Is that Wolverine? That's the Wolverine top McFarlane cover. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 238 with tattoos insert. That's okay. the first appearance of Hobgoblin. Okay. And Dark Knight Returns first printing. Frank Miller's... Epic, mm-hmm. industry-changing Dark Knight Returns. Okay, so did you just steal my pen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So play. it's uh, I'm writing down my answers. So it's so I can see if I get it. Well, I, I think the Frank Miller's in the number one. I think the Frank Miller's in the number one. Okay. And then we'll, walk me through the got the one. Hulk 340 with the with the, oh, with the wait, classic Wolverine. Wolverine cover with the claws. Wait. So it's not the first appearance of Wolverine. It's the first. It's the it's, one right after. It's that cover, you know, right. where like he's got the claws and you can see Sorry. the Hulk's reflection in his claws. Yep. Famous, famous cover. Yes. Seen it a million times. Yeah. He's got the hair. He's like doing this shit. Yeah. Um, but that's not the first appearance of Wolverine. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to say that that's two. Uh, so Dark so, so Dark Knight is in Dark Knight the most one, valuable. But the tattoos thing's throwing me off. First appearance, Hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, but who gives a fuck about Hobgoblin? But the tattoo thing makes it a, makes it interesting. Yeah, the tattoos insert. This was an insert that was that was put into the comics that had the tattoos that you could remove. Kids would remove and they would put their tattoos on. I their still don't arm. think it beats Wolverine. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's the third. Okay, so what's coming at number one? That's uh, Dark Knight. Okay, and what's coming at number two? Hulk. Yep. And Amazing Spider-Man two thirty eight. Okay, I will tell you this: Hulk three forty is the least valuable. Really? Coming in at eighty dollars. Wow. Amazing Spider-Man 238 with tattoos is the most valuable at coming the in at 170. Tattoos. And Dark Knight Returns was 125. Wow. First print. So I didn't get that right. I am. All right, Bri. All right. But I understand why I didn't. Now you have here. an overstreet challenge. Okay. You get these three comics. You have to place them in order of most valuable to least. Carney, number one, or the undead, number one, or Cryptozoic Man, number one, which is the most valuable comic you've written. Hmm. I know Cryptozoic Man shot up at first. Remember, like somebody bought one CGC for like a thousand bucks. Whoa, <laughs> that was crazy! Holy shit, yeah, that was crazy. Um, but we're going by regular prices, right? Not yeah. not those. Um, What's it worth tw- in twenty twenty? Right, the Overstreet. 
Mm, it was Carney number two that was hard to get. I'm going to s- on the list. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to say Cryptozoic Man, Carney, and then War of the Undead. So Cryptozoic Man, Carney, and then War of the Undead. And yep. War of the Undead being the least valuable. Least valuable. Okay. Mm, well, I will tell you this. Cryptozoic Man, number one, is the most valuable comic book you've ever written. All Coming right. in at $18 now. Really? Whoa, that's pretty good. That's, Street puts it at $18. That's a wall book. I now have I'm gonna, that. I'm going to tell you this. Though, this one shocked me. Both Carney and War of the Undead are unlisted in Overstreet. Oh, really? <laughs> they don't even make the Overstreet Oh, my gun. God. <laughs> wow. I went to eBay to get some some numbers on that to, so we could play this game. Mm-hmm. And War of the Undead number one comes in at $15. And Carney number one comes in at eight fifty. Wow. So, so Car- I would have thought Carney would have been the... Carney is the least valuable of the three comics. Mm. Jeez. All right. So I mixed up the last two. So you don't get that one right either. So Damn. Q, you're still in first place. All right. With one. Mm-hmm. And then finally, oh, no, we don't have finally. Then we have these three comics. This one's right in your wheelhouse. Okay. This is your era. Spawn number one. Okay. Youngblood number one. Oh, boy. And Wildcats number one. I still think Spawn has it. Okay. It's in the top spot. I think it's in the top spot. Uh, and then, hmm. Young Blood being the Rob Liefeld. Yeah, I, I just never read Young Blood, so and people hate Rob Liefeld these days, right? Am I correct about that? And Wildcats was the Jim Lee book. Yeah, Wildcats. I'm gonna say Spawn, Wildcats, Young Blood. This one was a trick question, and you got it right because Spawn is the top book at forty dollars. Yeah. Young Blood and Wildcats are tied at five dollars. Uh, oh, all right. So you get it. You get it correct. You got two points. Ooh, you won't you won't buy Spawn number one, right? No, Spawn number ones we buy all, all the time. Oh, you day. do? Yeah, we flip them. We don't okay. flip them for forty dollars. We're never going to get forty dollars right. for it, but we get it fifteen dollars for it every. Like, Overstreet is is historically overpriced, right? Well, sometimes they're very underpriced as well. Oh yeah, it's hard for them to publish a yearly um, guide and keep up with the trends. Brian, what year was War of the Undead published? War of the Undead. Um, 2005. Mm, still not on the board because it was published in 2007. Oh, so close. so close, man. I don't blame you for that one. It's hard. That's a rough <laughs> You're one. You're still talking 13 years ago. I know. I hardly remember a decade <laughs> of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, cue the final Overstreet Challenge. Yep. Cerebus, number one. Mm. Teenage Mutant Turtles, number one. Ooh. Or ElfQuest, number one. These are independent. Oh, it's an independent no, challenge. This is rough. A black well, and white challenge. I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, I think TMNT clearly has to take it. But I fucking never read ElfQuest, so I, I never I never knew what anybody loved about it. I, I fucking he, elves, bro. I know, but that, How could you not be into that it? bare Nipples. chest with the fucking yeah, but so did Cerebus, and he fucked them. The, uh, I know. Uh, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Turtles, Cerebus, ElfQuest. Although I'm probably underestimating ElfQuest because I think it's kind of lame. But no, you're right on the money, my friend. Really? Turtles coming in at a whopping seven thousand dollars. Yeah, there's for no first chance print. that that wasn't Whoa. it. Seven grand for Turtles number one first printing. Coming in at number two, Cerebus number one at three thousand dollars. Yeah. And ElfQuest taking the rear with uh, one hundred and fifteen dollars. Yeah. What is ElfQuest even? A- Every time I open the book, I'm like, <laughs> they look so annoying. These characters. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> the uh, turtles. What do you think you can get for it? Number one, what yeah. we could get here. Yeah, like say somebody came in and bought. It, like, what do you think? You I get? wouldn't even try to sell it here. I'd go right to eBay because yeah. you know if I'm. That's probably you know where you'd maximize your profits on a turtles. Number one, Brian, mm-hmm. trying to get on the board here. Trying. <laughs> Sorry, what is, Sandy. <laughs> what is the character Cryptozoic Man's real name? I should know this. <laughs> I know I should know it. You don't know it? I don't know it. Dude, think about how long ago it was. I was so riddled with fucking drugs. It was um I know. This is why I'm not laughing as hard as Walt is. I know it's born of tragedy, but yeah. It's... It was a dark, dark time. Give me his initials, maybe I can guess it. I, I can't do that. Well, it won't count. It won't count, but uh, I don't I don't remember. AO. AO? Still don't know it. Still don't know it. Uh, it was a dark time, man. Yeah. Alan? Alan. Partridge. No. Oh. O? I don't know. Why? I, see, I, I should have made up a name I would remember. Uh, yeah. Ostman. Alan Ostman. Where'd that name come from? I don't know. I don't even remember the name, let alone where it fucking came from. <laughs> All right, Q. You have in here, you have to match. Oh. First appearances, the comic books to the to the characters' first appearances. Oh. So we have the characters. Okay. Hellboy, Rocket Raccoon, Machine Man, Moon Knight, New Teen Titans, and Howard the Duck. Wow. <laughs> and we have the comics. He has to do get all so of you them. Tell me where you what you think. Oof, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nail this. <laughs> <laughs> this, you're going to see me fall apart on this one, but let me give it a shot. All right. All right. Here so we go. For the first character, who do you want to grab? I'm going to say Machine Man. Okay. Cause that's one you really – let's go with the ones you really know. Well <laughs> – Let's go with the ones you really got a good beat on. Okay. Oof. Howard the Duck. You must, you must know where he first appeared, right? I don't. Well, if we can eliminate them. Well, right. He's DC, right? We know he's not in DC. Yeah, okay. we know he's not in X Men. Yeah, we know he's not in the next All right, Werewolf by Night. He's not in. No. Uh, so I'm gonna say Hulk. I know this one. I think Hulk. Um, okay, so we'll match those together. Put them together to the side, and then we'll, okay. we're gonna go in order. So we, so we. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do Adventures into Fear. You go Adventures into Fear. Yeah. For Howard the Duck. Okay. Yeah. How, Adventures into Fear 19. Yeah. Howard the Duck. First appearance. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Machine Man. Yes. In Next Men. Uh, Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night. Okay. That's right. That's the only <laughs> one I got right so far. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you two chances. I'm going to tell you the ones that are correct, and then, and then you're going to get a chance to, to switch up the ones that are okay. wrong. Okay. Uh, well, Rocket Raccoon. Fuck, man. It's, he's Marvel, so I got to go with Hulk. New Teen Titans in DC Comics Presents 26, and then Hellboy in 2001 Space Odyssey 8. Okay. I will tell you that this is not correct. There's one incorrect out of this. Really? Well, there, well there's two, two, of course. Yeah. Right. But, but which I'm going to give you a chance to switch them up. So you have Howard the Duck in Adventures into Fear 19. Mm-hmm. You have Machine Man in uh, John Burns next month. All right. Wait. So let me try this. We have on, Werewolf by Night. You have in, in uh, number 32, you have for Moon Knight. And Hulk 271 for Rocket Raccoon. 
and DC Comics Presents 26 for the New Teen Titans, and 2001 A Space Odyssey for Hellboy. Yeah. Okay. One of these, Oof. so two of these are incorrect. Well, that makes me think that, that makes me think that Howard the Duck probably did not show up in Adventures into Fear. Uh, but he wouldn't have shown up in Werewolf by Night. This is... Hmm. All right, I'm going to switch these two. Okay. I don't think that's right, though. I don't think I nailed it. I'm going to tell you the ones that are right. Okay. Hulk 271 yep. was indeed the first appearance of Rocket Raccoon. Great. DC Comics Presents 26 was the first appearance of the new Teen Titans. Okay. <laughs> now he's got four wrong. Now he's got <laughs> <laughs> You should have stuck with Adventures into Fear 19 being the first appearance of Howard the Duck, okay. if that was correct. So that you should have made... stuck with Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight. That made sense. Being in... So it was really, it was Machine Man and Hellboy. Yeah, John Burns' Next Man 21 was the first appearance of Hellboy. Oh, wow. And Machine Man appeared in Space Odyssey... Number eight, two thousand one, uh, in nineteen seventy-seven, I believe. So that was, was not Jack based Kirby. on the yeah, movie. It was based on Kubrick's movie. And but Machine Man appeared in there. Yeah, Jack Kirby created this character called Mister Machine, and then uh, when the, that book got canceled and the license lapsed, they just moved that character over and changed him into Mister. Wow, Man. they've made good use of Machine Man over the years. Yeah, yeah, they really have. All right. The only reason so I close, that, so was, close. that was excellent, though. Wasn't too bad. Yeah, you, that. Yeah, don't kick yourself. Over. Yeah, uh, right. Judy or uh, what, who was your playing for again? Mrs. Judge. I can't remember the name of a guy I wrote the comic <laughs> about. So <laughs> I know you should have feel bad. Morgan. Uh, Q, you got um, Lisa Jury. Lisa Jury. Lisa Jury. He he really tried hard. Lisa. I did. I didn't. I didn't dial it brain in. Brain cells dying. Yeah. <laughs> I only knew the Howard the Duck one because we did it on Comic Book Man. Um. Okay, Bry. Who colored War of the Undead? Wayne Jansen? Oh, no, that was Phil Sloan. Remember Phil? Phil. Oh, yeah, Phil. Yeah, the pizza, the pizza dude. guy. I only know Wayne Jansen's name. <laughs> Phil Sloan I haven't thought about probably since we did Carney. <laughs> no, not Carney. War of the Undead. War of the Undead, I mean. <laughs> did I win? <laughs> Sandy right now is just like... <laughs> it's like this stupid fuck. I lose every game. Nobody. If I play for somebody, you should expect to lose. Bunny, I know that you love music, right? Yeah. And what do you use when you're listening to your music? You use headphones? Headphones are so yesterday, buddy. You know what everybody's using today? Earbuds. Like you know what? Earbuds. Like you know when Dada's walking around with the earbuds in his ears? Yeah. That's what uh, that's what I'm talking about. So uh whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, anything you want to do, you know how I walk around all day just with earbuds in? Everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you go dropping hundreds on a pair, you got to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Now, you have very little ear canals, very tiny, so I can't even fit the tiniest earbud in there. Otherwise, you'd have some Raycons as well. Uh, You know, they start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top, top audio brands that you know. What's your favorite music? What kind of music do you like? Pop music like uh, Katy Perry and who's your favorite? I like Taylor Swift. I like Katy like Perry. You love Taylor Swift and you love Katy Perry, both of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else do you love? The uh, uh, Pop Kids. Pop Kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You love the, the uh, uh, kids, kids Pop. Is that it? 
or pop kids. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, that's what we're always listening to in the car. Uh, these, uh, these earbuds, their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds are their best ones yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. You like that one too, right? <laughs> uh, it has a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. They're so comfortable, these Raycons. They're perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts. They don't have the stems or wires or anything. You know how, like, you have to carry your whole your whole setup around, your whole rig? You just pop a little couple of earbuds in, you're ready to rock. And you mm-hmm. like to rock, huh? I love one. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order. Buyraycon.com slash T-E-S-D. That's buyraycon.com slash T-E-S-D for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash T-E-S-D. Hey, this is Sunday Jeff, and you're listening to a special edition of I Buy Comics. If you're enjoying this episode, why not head over to www.patreon.com backslash Dave and join up to listen and watch other quality programming like my podcast, the all-new Sunday Jeff Show. Let's listen to a clip. So the proposal on the table is either the Academy or some other like Hollywood um, think tank start a cloning program to keep significant entertainers around indefinitely. This will eliminate the need for reboots if we start doing this now. I was like, no! Um, let's see, where was I? Okay. It's like you take a young actor like Tom Holland. You know who that is? <laughs> I barely know who I am. <laughs> I probably do. I don't He's know the He's the Spider-Man guy. Okay. He's yes, Spider-Man now in the MCU. Yeah. Let's say you start cloning him now. So in 18 years, we have a 18-year-old Tom Holland to appear in a new Spider-Man movie where he looks like he did today. Okay. How exciting will that be? Um, probably not that exciting for me. All right, then get, what about this scenario? I'm now 68. Yeah. I'm caring that much about Spider-Man. Peter Cushing is still around. <laughs> or we clone Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford, and in 30 years, we can have a movie that takes place between Star Wars and Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back, and they look exactly like they did in 1980. Unfortunately, um, I won't be here to see it. Punks. <laughs> yeah, you got 20 yes. years. You got, you got 20 years. years. You know, he's got a good point. <laughs> But not only that, all the actors that you're talking about, all your kids, as they get older, who the fuck is this? They're going to be like, who the hell's Tom Holland? When when somebody's like 50. You're saying it today. (laughs) Now that's quality content. Okay, let's get back to the show. All right, Q, and this next section is called Kryptonite or Kryptonaut. Oh. Now I'm going to tell you a colored kryptonite. Okay. And uh, what it does, and you tell me if it's if that's a real kryptonite or kryptonite, false okay. kryptonite. Got you. All right. Um, green kryptonite weakens at first with flu-like symptoms that lead to death. Kryptonite or kryptonite? Kryptonite. Correct. Yes. Bry. Mm. What oh. is the name of the traveling <laughs> freak show in Carney? Oh, a fellow's cavalcade of oddities. Correct. The board, Sandy. We're looking good. We're looking good. <laughs> All right. So, Q, you have three. Brian has one, right? Okay. I think you got two. Like, yeah, you got two. Yeah, you got three now. Um, blue kryptonite turns Kryptonians invisible. Kryptonite. Or oh, kryptonite? I think that is kryptonite. 
No, it's false. It's kryptonite. Kryptonite. What does <laughs> kryptonite do then? I don't know. I only I only came up. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. That's up to their listeners now. If they want to investigate, we're we're going to sure. try to make them. You know, gotcha. prompt them. Oh, to, I, you don't to, want me to look it up. It's like <laughs> interactive. <laughs> got you. Bry, mm. who colored Cryptozoic Man? Mm, Phil, no, Wayne Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Hey, and he also colored uh, Metro. All right, yeah, uh, he did an two. excellent job. As well as Vinyl Cast 1 and 2. Oh, Wayne yeah. has been a very, very uh, pro- prolific guy. He's a talented guy. On the Tom Steve. An often project. unsung hero. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I've been singing his praises the whole time. I think he did everything. <laughs> <laughs> Black Kryptonite. Okay. Causes a Kryptonian to split into two entities, one evil, one good. Kryptonite or Kryptonite? That's not what... Oh, fuck, man. Wait. Uh, <laughs> Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Black Kryptonite does cause a Kryptonian to split into two entities, one but evil and one good. It's evil? True. Yeah. Wow. All right. Bry, mm. to date, what is the record price paid for a perfect CGC graded copy of Cryptozoic Man number one? Uh, I just said this. A thousand bucks, yeah. It was. Was it a thousand? No. <laughs> I remember it as a thousand. It was around a thousand. It was $1,100. Was it? Yeah. All right, I'm All wrong. Right, still three to two. You're still in this. Close. Yeah, you're doing good, man. All I know is I didn't get that money. <laughs> Pink true. kryptonite mm. causes uncontrollable sobbing in Kryptonians. Kryptonite or kryptonite? Oh, wow. That's, that's a statement, right? That's mm-hmm. – <laughs> what, uh, what year did that come out, the pink kryptonite? The 50s. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, I, I don't remember that, but it sounds like some bullshit from the 50s, so I'm going to say kryptonite. Pink kryptonite does not cause Oof. uncontrollable sobbing. Kryptonite. Kryptonite, man. That does sound like a wall flag. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. It's fucking – it is the 50s. Yeah. All right, Bri. This one's a tough one. Like, like you had all those characters to rearrange. Mm-hmm. Now you have to rearrange some things. Oh, yeah? Identify all the cryptic creatures and the body parts they represent on Cryptozoic Man. Oh, I got to remember from memory? Well, you can look at him. He's right oh, behind okay. you. Let me see here. Where is he? Okay, so you have Nessie for the arm. Nessie for the arm. Correct. Uh, Jersey Devil for the wing. Correct. Um, the face is Bigfoot. Correct. And the antler, the horn. Yes. Fuck that one. I'm not sure about. That's the last one you need. It's the last one I need, huh? You need that one. Oh, who has antlers, man? You even know? Yeah. Sorry, Sandy. I don't what know. Take a guess. Uh, what a great, what a great design. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Um, Mothman. I don't know. I know it's not Mothman. I just don't know. I don't know another crypto that I could. Jersey Devil. He, he oh, he's also he Jersey Devil. Yeah. Just really? like the Bigfoot foot is also the foot and the face. Oh, right. And the torso is also a Bigfoot. Yeah, that was tricky, man. I didn't think it would be the same one twice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still three to two. Still right. anybody's I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in. I'm flopping on the kryptonite. So, you know. <laughs> Silver kryptonite yes. causes hallucinations and uncontrollable hunger. Kryptonite or kryptonite? I don't recall. Kryptonite. Silver does indeed cause hallucinations Oof. and uncontrollable hunger. Kryptonite. Fry. I thought Superman was your guy. He is, man. But this is all fucking... This is some deep shit. This is like... Uh, this is uh, before my era. Oh, uh, yeah. Kryptonite, yeah. 
who provided the four covers to Carney? Which artist did the covers for Carney? Carney, oh, it was um, fuck. What was his name? God damn it! He used to do the one for the vampire guy. Yeah. Um, yep. Thirty days a night. Yeah, he was a Steve Niles. Steve Niles was the writer, was the writer, and it was fuck. I'll never remember. I haven't thought of his name in so fucking long. <laughs> Really talented guy, though. I was happy that he did it. Um, shit, I don't know. I forget. Ben Templesmith. Ben Templesmith. Fuck. Ben Templesmith. So, Q, if you get this right, okay. you're going to Is it another kryptonite one? Yeah. And, um, Bri, there's one more question for you. So, if he gets this wrong. I could catch up. You could catch up. All right. Purple kryptonite turns, kryptonon- turns kryptonians into vain, narcissistic know-it-alls. Kryptonite or kryptonite. What color was that? Purple. Purple? Uh, kryptonite. Kryptonaut. Correct. Ooh. It does it does not. That was a kryptonaut. Riley, the last one though. If you get this right, I'm gonna send Sandy the artwork anyway. <laughs> oh wow. All right. There's pressure now. I'm gonna send both Lisa and Sandy so a nice. page of artwork. That's Sandy like, already I buy comics. It just puts us all in like real right? real good nobody's arguing with each other, nobody's <laughs> making fun of each other. <laughs> yeah, and, and listeners get a chance to participate in yeah. cool prizes. This is what all the, the uh, Patreon episodes. You know how like when a fun. like when a professional sports game is a blowout, people just start leaving. Like Sandy left like a, fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> a for, to make it up to Sandy, and uh, no one's going to remember that you didn't remember much about all the issues that you wrote. Mm-hmm. It just it'll all go away, and all people are going to remember is that Bri won her. <sighs> wow, he did it. Art. He did it. With everything going on right now, a lot of people are asking if it's even possible to buy life insurance, and you can. You can. They have not stopped the life insurance industry. And uh, if you have loved ones who depend on your income, you probably should get some life insurance like me. I got to get some life insurance, right, buddy? Yep. In case I kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who needs that? Then next thing you know, you don't have any hamburger money. So anyway, what is Policy Genius? It's an insurance marketplace built and backed by a team of industry experts. And here's how it works. Step one, head to policygenius.com in minutes. You can work out how much coverage you need and compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Step two. Apply for your lowest price. Step three, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance company. So if you hit any speed bumps during the application process, they'll take care of everything. They have policies which allow eligible customers eligible customers to skip the in-person medical exam and do it over the phone. So if you need life insurance or really any kind of insurance, head to policygenius.com right now to get started. And you could save 1500 or more a year by comparing quotes on their marketplace. Policy genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. What is the name of the man of a thousand scars in Carney? Toho. I seem to know Carney much better than the other ones. (laughs) Everybody gets artwork. All right, Sandy. Nice. Yeah. We did it. You you did it, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, you did it. You did it. Whew. I gotta it's take pressure, some. I gotta right? do some. Yeah, it is. I gotta take like do some memory exercises, man. I'm forgetting shit. Yeah, fish oil. <laughs> I, I heard that like that is good, but like it starts coming out of your pores and you smell like fish. Oh and really? Shit. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? What would might you be worth it? <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say, would you rather not know who fucking colored War the yeah, Undead or I don't, smell I don't like fish? Forget Phil Sloan's name again. <laughs> I'll smell like a fucking mackerel. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, Sandy still got the artwork. Yeah. And you don't smell like fish. Yeah, it's, it all works out. <laughs> uh, so how long have we been going on this episode? This is about 50 minutes so far. Oh. All right. So, I mean, a, 
I thought it went well. I thought, yeah, it's, it's, I, I love doing, I, I love rapping about comics. You know? <laughs> Fingers kicking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like For rapping fun. about it. Are you still an avid reader? Every week. Yeah, every week. What did you think about the bloodbath at DC? Oh, I felt, I was very glad to hear that uh, people that I know personally survived, but. You're uh, talking about like a mass firing or oh, something? Man, or? They, oh, man, they yeah. got hit so hard. Um, I don't think it bodes well for comics are never going to go away, but I just, I'm worried that comics are just, cause the people that they put in charge, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this, but this is inside. If you can give DC any words of advice right now, this is where, this is where they would go to listen to it. They well, should be listening to this fucking podcast, DC. Listen. Too they, busy listening. I sell comics. <laughs> AT&T bought. Don't know shit. That's why they're going out of business. Warner, uh, including me. Uh, and oh, so you're owned by AT and T. Oh, so you should be very careful. N- no, we 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 lost people we've worked with for a, a decade in the last two weeks. Uh, they they basically close. They're basically closing ninety eight percent of the New York office. It's like it's horrible. Um, DC. It seems like I'm worried that they're putting people in charge of the company that have nothing to do with comics. That's a pro. I think that's an issue. Like they're putting in. I mean, they're 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 getting rid of people who have worked in comics for their entire lives and putting in people who have never worked in comics because they're looking at it more of like a business. I'm a, I'm a little worried that it's just going to become a farm for movies and shit like that, and that's all they care about. Who's the editor in chief at DC right now? They just fired Dan DiDio. Did they? Well, well, no. Then another guy, the guy that replaced him, would also goes. Oh, he went too, right? Yeah. I think uh, it's it's dark times ahead for comics, unfortunately. But you know what? Yeah. There always will be comics, like you said, but there may be some some light shelves uh, as as we proceed in in the years with comic books in terms of the output that a a DC or Marvel is able to put out. Yeah, it's just just not not enough people out there buying it either, though. No, I. You know what? It might, it might put it an end to. It wouldn't be. Look, they put out some fucking bullshit comics too. Like, there's some <laughs> shit that like oh, I won't miss. They're very guilty of it. Both companies are. Yeah, but it's unfortunate. Like, I hadn't read it yet, but I was looking forward to getting into it. Like the new Hellblazer, I heard was fucking excellent, and uh, they canceled that, and the first trade hadn't even come out yet. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think it's going to be dark. But we go through this every. Every, yeah. every, it's cyclical. Yeah, the, the 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 doomsday sayers have been saying comics are dead for yeah. since two thousand. It won't be dead. Did they did they partially do it to themselves with all, like all this crossover shit and event shit and like? Yeah. I think there I think there's a lot of fingers that can of point it. at, at <laughs> all the events. People are event weary. People are just weary at the prices too. I mean, I, I, I see it. I see it every day. It's like uh, people cannot afford to keep up with. It's four bucks a book. Yeah, if not more. And it, it's weird too because like, and and I know why they're doing it, and I'm glad they're doing it. But it's just like the same price. The book, digital or printed, is the same price. And the reason they're doing it is because if they don't do that, everybody's just going to buy digital. Yeah, there's no easy answers, and I mean, it's uh, it's tough, man. I don't, I don't feel. You know what? I also I, and and I de- I don't even want to fuck it. You know what? I'm not even gonna say it. Uh, I think that they kind of. I think they kind of. I think for a little bit, both companies have lost their north star. What they should be going after. I think that they lost sight of the characters 
and what they mean to people. And I think that they started worrying about the world outside comics. And you're not alone. And I'm and thinking, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of people think the same way. I see that, uh, that same exact uh, message from a lot of people. And it's just like the story's got to be first. <laughs> it's like the characters and the story have got to be first. And when you lose sight of that, like they did in the 90s, like they're doing now, that's when people are like, fuck it. Uh, like, fuck, I don't want to read this. You know what? DC Marvel, listen to this podcast. You got, we, we've got three creators here. We could bring Carney to DC and save them. Yeah. Carney too. <laughs> we could bring yeah. Metro to Marvel. Yeah. You know, and cross over with Punisher. Cross over with Ghost Rider. Ah, be great. Or just give They're, us Ghost Rider and Punisher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're disinterested. Do they still put out Ghost Rider? Sure. Yeah, but this is a great example of what's wrong. Here is here this is what's wrong. Ghost Rider is one of the fucking one of my favorite characters. Love Ghost Rider. Then they get it. I was in Marvel's offices. And I was talking to the guy, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just sick of the motorcycle. We just don't want a motorcycle anymore." And I was like, "And I was like, what do you mean?" I, I argued with the guy. I was like, "What do you mean you don't want the motorcycle anymore? That's Ghost Rider." And they're like, "No, I, we just don't want to see a motorcycle anymore." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then they create this Robbie Reyes character who fucking sucks balls. It is. It is. Oh, it's, uh, it's a harsh no prisoners. I buy yeah. comics. <laughs> I tried to read that, and it was. It was. And and it wasn't even like it was a bad writer. Like, didn't Aaron? Like, who wrote those? those? I'm not sure. Yeah, I I I, I am the least uh, able to comment on the state of comic books in terms of the production, in terms of like the uh, the way it's the stories are written. I don't okay. read them. Right. Uh, I'm I'm an old school guy. I buy old stuff collected in hardcovers and trade paperbacks. The stuff that I grew up with. But I only way I can comment on it is how I see the lukewarm reaction to the customers here at the stage. Sure. And that's not like I'm that's I'm not saying that that's gotta be nationwide the feeling. I can only comment about what I see. I mean you're on the front lines though. Right. But I, I'm not saying that, that well that because it doesn't sell here it means it doesn't sell in any stores across country. I'm not saying that either. For all I know, maybe the, the things that don't sell here Maybe they do well in other parts of the world. I don't know. San but. Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and did you, were people's response to that ghostwriter? It's weird because like you, you figure a character like that could keep a book longer than he does. It seemingly feels like, you know, there's certain characters that just get canceled 20 issues in constantly yeah. and are just, they tr- trot them back out four years later. They just need the series. right angle because, like, if you look at it, like, how long did they try and crack Deadpool before Deadpool beco- became what he is? How long, like, the Punisher, right? Didn't he? He had, and now he's, well, even now he doesn't even have a, He doesn't even have his own book. He doesn't have yeah, his these own These characters book. just go away for a little while and they come back. I think that was because Garth Ennis defined it so, like, Garth Ennis' Punisher was, yeah. he's the Punisher. And it's hard to, and then they're like, well, try Frankencastle. And you're like, well, I see what you're going for. And I kind of do dig Frankencastle, but I would like to see more of Garth Ennis come back. I mean, you know what I just recently reread uh, with Grant Morrison's Justice League? And, and, oh, yeah, that and, first arc with the Martians. Holy fuck. And I'm like, how could I read any other Justice League? You know what I mean? Like, it's so fucking good. He defined it. it. He defines it. He, I mean, Mark Way did good too. And, and, but yeah, that Grant Morrison run is just just so good. So I don't know. 
How does Ghost Rider get around if he doesn't have his motorcycle? He's a black he's a car. car. Oh, now he's a car. And he's oh, not yeah? a demon anymore. His uncle's a serial killer or some shit like that. And huh. that possessed the car. It's just like, but but it wasn't even that because I, I was just hearing that and that editor is not that Marvel anymore. But hearing his disdain for, for the, the motorcycle. motorcycle, you're just like, how are you? <laughs> now are you? How are you in charge of this? But like, I think though this comes with age though because I. I kind of get the feeling you're a Danny Ketch guy. Oh, I am a Danny Ketch guy, yeah. And you know what? Because he was my- I was saying the same shit about, about Johnny Blaze. <laughs> That's right. I was saying, these fucking punks. But I love they Johnny don't want Blaze. Johnny- oh, you do? But I love Johnny oh, okay. Blaze. All right. <laughs> and they made him his brother. But even like, okay, but like here. Like, like uh, to me, Kyle Rayner, yeah. I love. He's my Green Lantern. Yeah. But I like Hal Jordan. Like, I, Wally West is my Flash. And I like Jay Garrick, and, like and I like Allen. Impulse, but Barry Allen is a fucking punk-ass bitch. <laughs> and why they brought that fucking asshole back from the dead. And then he's such a stick-up-his-ass. He's such a fucking nerd. And then, and then what happened? Nobody likes Barry Allen, so they turn him into Wally West. If you read the comics now, and I didn't tell you you were reading Barry Allen, you'd be like, this is Wally West. He's jokey. He's fucking oh, yeah. goofy. He's irresponsible. They're always like, what? They're like, this guy's a fucking cop. He works for a crime scene investigator. He's not a goofy fucking pal around guy, and that's what they're turning him into. And I'm like, well, because you know what? The stodgy don't sell. So kill him. <laughs> kill him off again. He fucking sucks. Oh, I hate Wally. I mean, I hate uh, Barry Allen so much. The passion right here. The, the comic mm-hmm. book passion. People love That's why they love this podcast. Q. Yeah. I'm a, uh, and, and I this love reason, to hear you nerd out. Well, you ready for this? I'm going to name drop and nerd out. All at the same time? Yeah, same thing. I was uh, talking to uh, – I was on the set of Wonder Woman when I went there years ago. Gail Gadot. And uh, I was talking to uh, um, uh, Patty Jenkins who directed the movie and Gal. And I somehow we got into the flash and I started going on a rant and I could see <laughs> – the eyes glaze over. Yeah, they, like, like oh what's he God, talking he's about? One of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought he was cool. Yeah, I stopped. I saw it. when I saw the glaze start. I was like, okay, right. don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, I, I really hate. I really hate. Well, that's why. Him. That's why you, the real. <laughs> Q people, the real people who love Q, yeah. they love that you love comics. Like they love that you can nerd out like that. You have a nerd face. You have an O face for comics. Yeah, I do. I do. And that, and it shows on this podcast. Yeah, Gal and Patty Jenkins didn't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> the woman directing Wonder Woman. Yeah. Was like, why the you fuck are you talking her. to me about you the turned play? Her off totally. <laughs> that is a comic book fan. That is the leader of I Buy Comics. That's why you're at the helm. 